Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It is time, however, to get stuck into our Brownlow lowdown tonight uh, on the Macca's run, all thanks to Betfair. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. A weekly look into what is happening around the Brownlow markets. And with us, as always, on the Brownlow lowdown from Betfair is Tom Haylock. Evening to you, Tom. How's things, mate? Great to be with you, mate. Yeah, just back from Darwin off... Uh Darwin Cup. I've had uh, I've been more fresh before, but um, anyway, we're going well, and uh, I reckon the Brownlow is just heating up. I said to you about two minutes ago, this is one of the most open Brownlows in history, and uh, it's getting closer every round too. It's amazing. Absolutely, you've just now you've just landed, haven't you? From, uh, from yeah, flew to Adelaide and then Adelaide to Melbourne, just landed straight from the airport here, mate, to see you. So brilliant to oh, see lovely. you. I feel honoured. Uh, let's start off with uh, with what your uh, your betting was last week. At the end of every show, you give out your uh, three, two, and one votes for the weekend ahead. So let's recap what you did last week and how you fared. Yeah, give myself a pat on the back. Um, okay. I've, I've had a good week. Now, one vote. I was staying out of the Fremantle Melbourne um, match. I didn't know how it would unfold, especially looking at the data, but. Um, Oliver was tagged by James H, which was really interesting. And uh, I've been hard on Oliver. Who, who, Confident on Oliver for the Brownlow medal voting, but he's gone a bit quiet the last two weeks. James Ash did a job on him, but Petraka was one of the big movers. He was off the chain because of that. He played full-time in the midfield. He had 30 disposals, six clearances, 16 contested possessions, seven inside 50s. So I'm just around the mark there, but um, just wanted to watch that match and see how it all unfolded. That was my play, but uh, Petraka was the one that, uh, as soon as Melbourne got off the start and he started in the midfield, you could have backed him and, and laid off or, yep. or backed him then. Your second one was Cripps against the Crows. Now, Carlton didn't get the win here, but there was a big watch on Cripps, and he ended up pulling through for you. Yeah, so I was keen on him, and he's continued to firm. I knew he dominated last time the Crows played Adelaide. The Crows played Adelaide. Carlton played Adelaide at Marble Stadium. Just Adelaide didn't have anyone to go with him. He dominated again. They surprisingly lost, which will have an impact on his votes. If they had won, he would have polled three. But um, he had 41 disposals. First time he's cracked 40 in his career. So he had a huge match. He led all players for clearances with 13. He had 21 contested possessions. I think he'll poll, and he's shortened in the market on the back of that. And then your three votes was uh, Tuke Miller to have a big day against the Eagles. Yeah, give myself a wrap here. He had a big game. He's clearly best on. He had 10 tackles, 16 clearances, 31 possessions. 16 clearances is the most of any player this season, if you don't mind. He had 21 contested possessions, eight inside 50s. He's firmed right up in Brownlow medal in the last two weeks. And uh, I got it right. He had a day out against the Eagles and, um, yeah, had a nice win. They just uh, – West Coast mm. kicked back late, but um, – He's flying, took Miller. So, just on on your second point there of Patrick Cripps, do you how how do things change? How do you normally read into into uh, uh, Brownlow favoritism and, and players shortening in the Brownlow when a player plays well but the team loses? Yeah, I said last week actually, um, one in every nine matches, a player from a losing team polls three votes. So, eleven percent one around, which okay. is quite interesting. Um, I don't think he'll poll three. I, I mean, um, Brody Smith, I think he had one thousand and eleven hundred. Meters gained, I think, for the match and 38 odd possessions. So you'd think he'd go well. Yep. Um, ben Keyes was great, played a defensive yes. forward position and uh, he was really good as well. But um, I think he'll poll. He stands out. And um, yeah, I think he'll poll one, maybe two, but I think he'll poll the one. 
the uh, the look back at round 20 and what happens uh, in the round overall. Do you want to start off on uh, the Friday night game, Freo and Melbourne? Yeah, Jack Viney probably pulls the three, the Bounty Metal predictor that's got him 2.5. Petraka was the big one here, obviously. Um, as I said, Oliver was tagged by James Asher, who did a great job. Petraka got off the chain, he played uh, midfield, he polled. But the Brownlow medal predictors got in one and a half. Bailey Fritch was good. David Mundy continues to get to get the ball. He had 35 possessions, 10 clearances. And Andrew Bayshaw, all eyes are on him. Um, it'll be unlucky to miss the votes. He played well. He had 30 disposals, but they lost. They got comprehensively beaten. And I thought they were better players in the night. Brownlow medal predictor on uh, the Betfair hub has it the same. So he won't poll and he's drifted as well. So if when it says... Half is that sort of floating between one and two? Like if it's one and a half, it's one or two votes. Yeah, it's pose- it's it's percentage based basically. Yep. So he can get he can get one. He might get zero. Just it's just an average overall. So the Brownlow Metal Predictor, if you head over to the hub, that has it there. It'll have most of them or a lot of them on that point five votes, and that's just a tally, um, pending percentages. Uh, pretty confident on Connor Rosie from uh, the Pies and the Power game. It'd be remiss of us not to mention this bloke. He's flying. He's in a rich vein of, vein of form. He's moved into the midfield. He's the leading disposal getter with 35 for the match. They got beaten. He had eight inside 50s. But he's polled really well in the last half of the year. Yep. Um, just to watch for him even next year because he's starting to play more midfield and he's really his possessions have gone through the roof. So keep on, keep a watch on him for next year potentially. Do you reckon his, uh, his second half of the season could help him maybe top Port Adelaide's count as a club? Definitely. He's leading in the Brownlow Meta Predictor, so keep an eye on him. He's 14.5 votes. I mean, he's 220 to win the Brownlow, so he's basically zero chance of winning. Yep. Um, but he's polled in six of his last seven, eight matches, so um, Port Adelaide's form has improved, and his form has improved as well. Even the top 10 market, something like that, um, when we yep. get that out on, on Betfair, um, they'll be out soon. Um, he might be one to watch. Uh, Patrick Dangerfield against the Dogs. Uh, he's Gee. had an interrupted season, but on the weekend. He's starting to hit form, isn't he, mate? He's yeah. uh, equal team high, 26 possessions. He's primed at the perfect time of the year for Geelong as well. It's scary to think they can get better, and he's just gone to another level as well. He's starting to get fit. He's uh, He was easily the best player on the ground. He'll get three votes. Um, Geelong's 10th straight win. We touched on Gold Coast Suns. Took Miller got the three. Um, he was dominant. Nolan Anderson continues his good year. Mm. Then we go to Richmond Brisbane. Now I don't yes. know if you watched this game. I did. Brisbane traded as low as a dollar oh seven in a play, which uh, which is amazing. And they got rolled. Shea Bolton dominant. He'll get the three. He was clearly the standout. Noah Cumberland had a fantastic game. He kicked five goals from six kicks. If you don't mind, Lynch had a big impact. The the talking point from the Brownlow there is Lockie Neal. Um, mm. He doesn't poll so. That's a big one there, and I think a few others below him caught up. As we said, took Miller one of those. Essendon, North Melbourne. Now, there's a player here that is potentially going to break some records, um, Jordan. He's, I'll tell you what, Zach Merritt, he's flying. He, um, he's risen to the top 10 in the Brownlow Medal Predictor. He's, um, he finished with eight clearances, 13 contested, eight inside 50, 688 metres gained, 10 tackles, 38 disposals, kicked a goal. He did it all, and it's not for the first time. His last five weeks have been massive. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably look to him to be the um, to be the, the one standout from, from Essendon, I think. So, you know, most teams or, yeah, every, most most teams will have, uh, in the bottom 10 on the ladder, will have one or two players who are absolute standouts, and Zach Merritt surely is, is the Bombers this year because there's no... It doesn't feel like Darcy Parrish has had the same impact as he did last year. Dylan Shield's been okay in, in, in most games. I feel like he's, he's taken a step up, but Zach Merritt's been uh, 
yeah, racking my brain now to think of who else has been there. Mason Redmond maybe for the Bombers, but Zach Merritt should stand up above the rest. And his last five rounds, I'll go through the stats for you. They have been out of this world. He's had 24 and three goals in round 16. Round yeah. 17, he had 31 disposals. Round 18, he's had 36. Round 19, 38, nine coaches' votes. Round 20, he's had 38 disposals and a goal. He's he's almost, on the Brown Metal Predictor, he's almost got a perfect 15 votes, five best on grounds in a row. Mm. Put that in perspective... Nathan Brown, uh, Nathan Brown, Nathan Fife, uh, back in um, 2015, he went close to this. Now, <laughs> this is amazing. He went close to polling three votes in six rounds. He polled 3-3-2, three, 3-3-3 three, three, three between rounds four and rounds nine. Unbelievable performance in 2015. The interesting note, the, the person to poll that three and get the three off him when he polled two was uh, Lockie Neal. So mm. um, that's how good merit is going, is potentially polling five best best ons in a row. And that's that's you know almost you know, 15 votes from five games if he's to nail all of those. And that's halfway to almost winning the Brownlow. You get you know 30 maybe will get you there, 33, 35 votes might get you there. So if he's getting 15 in five games and then filling in the gaps with the other games, that's that's pretty healthy. How amazing is it? And the Brownlow Meta Predictor's got him on 15 and a half votes. So he's only polled one in the first half of the year, potentially, and he's come out and gone bang, 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 bang. So he's flying. Um, have to talk about him. There's plenty happening, mate. I can read the market out for you if you'd like. Go right ahead. Well, Lockie Neal, he's, um, he didn't poll, but neither did Brayshaw. Lockie Neal's still firmish. He's still um, leading the Brownlow Meta Predictor on 26.5 votes. He's $3.95. At the moment, Jordan, Andrew Brayshaw, he is $4.70. Took Miller's been the big firm. We'll touch on that in a minute. $7. Clayton Oliver, $7.20. Christian Pataka, $8.40. Cripps and Walsh. Cripps uh, firmed again, $9.80 at the moment. And Sam Walsh, $22. And the, metal, the Brownlow Metal Predictor's got the top six within a couple of votes. So it's it's pretty close. Yeah, there's no, there's no standout this year, is there? As you said off the top, it feels like most years... Uh, we've had sort of at least one, maybe maybe one or two absolute standouts. That's been the case for the last five or so years. But this year, I, don't, I can't put my finger on anyone being an absolute standout for the Brownlow. It's amazing. There's been a few players that have traded short in run. Um, Petraka and Oliver both started the year really well. They were shorter. Then they had a few quiet games. Lockie Neal started the round, started the year superbly. He was quite short in play as well. He drifted. Andrew Brayshaws, they've got him polling in the first six rounds, seven out of the first eight. He was short as well. And he's drifted a little bit in the last two weeks as well. So that just the last couple of rounds, Lockie Neal might have polled two last week, but um, Andrew Brayshaw hasn't polled for three weeks now. And I've said a couple of weeks on the show, lay him. He got too short for me and... Uh, those people can back him back and make a small profit on the exchange, mate. This is the Brownlow Lowdown on SEN. Jordan Canellis with you. That's the voice of Tom Haylock, who's giving us the full lowdown on what's happening in the Brownlow at this point in the season with a couple of weeks to go in the home and away. It's all for Betfair. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back on the other side of this and we'll have a look at some of the uh, the uh, drifters and the firmers and get uh, Tom's 3-2-1 for the weekend ahead. That's next on SEN. Jordan Canellis filling in for Sam Hargraves tonight. The Mac has run. We are doing our Brownlow lowdown thanks to Betfair. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Tom Haylock from Betfair is in the studio with us going through the uh, Brownlow lowdown. And, uh, Tom, we were just having a uh, little chat there and going through the um, the formula, which we've spoken about before on air. But the uh, the, the secret herbs and spices to the formula <laughs> isn't uh, fully 
revealed because your man back at Betfair has that all uh, sorted out. But just looking at the the uh, the outermost superficial table, it is very fascinating to me because I, I love nothing more than a uh, than a good spreadsheet and a couple of couple of formulas to work things out. So this is this. Uh, Tickles my my fancy right here. We can talk data all night, mate. It's um, <laughs> fascinating, and there's some plenty of people at Betfair that are really into data and what they do, and uh, some smart minds, which is great. And yeah, it definitely helps you wagering, and um, Betfair is the place to do it all. So just tell us about the Brownlow predictor itself, as a, in a nutshell, and how it all works, just for the uninitiated. Yeah, so we've touched on it a few times on this show, but um, it's it's basically weighted averages. So. That's why you get you see the Brownlow Metal head to betfair.com.au forward slash hub Brownlow Metal Predictor. That's why you see the the point fives and whatnot as well. So it takes into account all things statistics. Um, he watches all the games as well, but then also the coaches' votes, the media award votes, because as we keep touching on, the media does have an impact, and you see the lag from players that get picked up in the media, and the umpires haven't really noticed them, and you do tend to see a bit of a lag like that in voting. So um, yeah, it's all on the Betfair hub. Excellent. All right, let's have a look at uh, what's coming up. Uh, well, some of your firmers and drifters to start off yeah, with just before a, we look at this week. Just yeah? a couple of moves throughout the week. Um, Miller. Now, I didn't tell you to back him um, before round 19, but I was pretty bullish on him um, last week, and he's continued to firm. He was $19 prior to round 19, so great betting opportunity there. If you took the $19, he firmed it to $12 before last week, he's now seven dollars twenty. So he's probably the biggest firmer. He's polled two threes in a row. He's always nineteens into seven twenty. The beauty of Betfair, you could have taken that nineteen dollars and then you can lay off at seven dollars twenty, like a stock market and like an exchange. You can do that and make money either way. So you set, you don't have to win. You get your free bets on him. So that's the beauty of Betfair. Nineteen dollars into seven dollars twenty in the space of two weeks. Paddy Cripps, after his forty-one disposals, firmed again second week in a row despite losing. He's into ten dollars. As I said, Brayshaw's drifted again. Fours out to four seventy. He played well. No votes for him, unfortunately. And Oliver. I think he's getting out to a silly price again. I've been confident on him. He, he won't poll, but five's out of seven dollars twenty. He's still right in the mix in the Brownlow Medal predictor, so he might be value heading into the final three rounds. I'd take that as pretty good value. I agree. I agree. I just think because he's been quieter the last couple of weeks and he had that injury, even though he's polled well and was right in contention, the other two that were right with him probably haven't polled well either. Yeah. But he's just a bit forgotten about, I think. He got tagged and Ace did that great job on him. So, yeah, $7.20, um, I think that's value. And as a result, Clayton Oliver's one to look out for this weekend as we look at round 21. They've got the Pies this week, a big game for, for both Melbourne and Collingwood in a, uh, a top four clash. But Clayton Oliver against the Pies? Yeah, they can't. Pies can't do it again, can they? Win by under 12 points? It's... It's becoming a habit. It's, a, it's, amazing. it's amazing. I'd love for them to, to actually do it just for just for the, the novelty, the sheer audacity of it. Yeah, the novelty <laughs> of it just to, just to see them do it again. Who do you support, mate? Uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. There you go. Um, yeah, Clary versus Collingwood. He had a whopping forty-three disposals and kicked a goal when these teams met back in round thirteen. So he's got the score on the runs on the board. Interesting to note that he um, likely polled three votes there, but Melbourne lost by twenty-six points. So he might have been one of those eleven uh, percent, one of those. Um, to poll three, he was dominant, but a losing side. Now, question for you: Will they, because Collingwood won that match and he was so dominant, do they just let him run right again and back themselves in to win, or do they learn from last week, even though Melbourne won, where Aish tagged him and, and put a hard lockdown on him, and then Petraka gets off? So, how do they play it this week? Do Collingwood have a a known tagger? Not really. Yeah, not really. So maybe they'll just let him dominate and back themselves in to score more. Perhaps, perhaps. Although teams do tend to tag a little bit later in the season, so mm. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe later in the game, second half. And interesting this time of year, the 
trying different things. They're going to meet up in finals potentially, so they're, yep. they're looking at different avenues. Merritt versus GWS. Now, we touched on him. He is enormous. I think he could get three again here. His last three games against GWS is polled one, two, and two. That were the last three polling games. Um, he's absolutely airborne, so big watch on him. Yep, um, he could almost make a late run for it, as amazing as it sounds. He could, Furman, so big watch on him. Andrew Brayshaw versus Bulldogs. Um, he had 27, one goal, one last time he played the Dogs in a loss. He didn't poll there. Um, three three matches ago in round 19, 2019, and he had 26 and three goals. Again, 47-point loss, but he polled one vote. So he's around the mark. I think Bulldogs midfield can get the better of them. Interesting one. Yeah, that's. I reckon that's the one of the most curious games. It might not be the best game of the round, but I think it's definitely the one that has the most fascination around it. That's right, and Bulldogs are starting to hit their straps, and um, Brayshaw's been a bit down the last two weeks. Now, to the two big ones, um, Neil versus Carlton. Lockheed Hill's record against Carlton is unbelievable. I'm going to read some stats out for you. The last six or seven games, he's had 24 disposals, um, round 6, 2021. But you go back, 29, three Brownlow votes in round 18, 2020. Before that, he had 31 possessions, one goal. 34 possession, one goal, two votes. 33 possessions, three goals, three votes. 37 possessions, one goal, one, three votes. Um, and then... In round 16, we're going right back. He had 35. It continues. He had, th- he had three votes then and he had 31 the time before that. He just His record against Carlton is absolutely phenomenal. So if you like him for the brown low, I'd suggest jumping on now. So he's had three BOGs in the last seven games. He's had four. Top, he's had four. Four, beg your pardon. Yeah, four BOGs in the last seven games, plus a couple of tens, nines, and eights in the coaches' votes That's against amazing. Carlton. That's good. That's good history. <laughs> And Sam Walsh against Brisbane. He's another one to watch. Um, his bowling polling history against Brisbane is fantastic. He's had three last time they met, round six, 2021. Um, he had 33 and one goal, one there. Against Carlton um, in round 2020, in round 18, 2020, he had 31, polled one vote. And then the, the time before that, he had 32 possessions and two votes. So he's polled six votes in his three games against uh, Brisbane today. Absolutely. That's, a, that's another big game as well on Sunday. They're all big, big at this time of year. Yeah, I love it. Are. How good is it? Absolutely. Now you've got your votes for the weekend ahead. So let's start off with your one. Yes. Um, one vote. I'm against Andrew Brochure again. I've been against him for the last three or four rounds. I think the Dogs will have his measure in the midfield. I think they can um, outgun him. And I'm laying him again. He's $4.70 at the moment to back, $4.80 to lay. I think um, I'll continue to be against him at that price. My two votes, I uh, just, uh, I don't need to repeat what I just said. As you said, four out of the last seven games is polled three votes against Carlton. Lockie Neal, backing him in, he'll shorten again. So have something on him. We've got a drum shot, drum roll, mate. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't have time to do it. <laughs> not, not time. Oliver, the three voters. I feel like his drift has been due to recency bias um, more than the fact that he's right up there in Brownlow contention. So he's my three-vote play for this weekend. I'm backing him. Excellent. So one vote laying Andrew Brayshaw against the Dogs, two votes backing Lockie Neal against the Blues, and three votes uh, Clayton Oliver uh, this weekend against the Pies. So there you go. That's a big weekend of football ahead. Huge. It's three rounds to go. I can't wait. It's going to be a huge end of the year. Absolutely. Excellent stuff. Uh, Tom Haylock here. Uh, on the Brownlow Lowdown on SEN for Betfair. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Tom, we've got about a minute or so to go. What was the best part about Darwin? 
Um, well, I hang out with a, a few of the SEN boys, which was great. So yeah. it's always good to see them. But um, the races were fantastic. Had a winner in the Darwin Cup, which was great. A, a horse trained by Kieran Maher up there. Um, or he sent him up there, and and that was good. So it's always good to come home with more money than you left with. Excellent, absolutely. Was uh, was Miles well behaved? Uh, comparatively to how he is normally. <laughs> yeah, I won't give too much away, but he was on fire. He was up and about, which was good. That's good. And the uh, and the Darwin Cup itself. A great day. If you haven't been there, the Darwin Cup Bowl is a real highlight. It is probably the best racing function um, in for the year. So get up there next year. It's phenomenal, Jordan. I highly recommend it. Excellent. You must be knackered. I am home to bed, mate. I've got to do some form for Saturday too, so plenty happening. Beautiful stuff. Thank you, Tom. Pleasure, mate. Do it all again next week. We will, absolutely. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right for three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.